You're listening to Current Thought, Con Edison's newest podcast, providing a first look at the cutting edge ideas, innovations, and technology that enable us to be an energy industry leader. Current Thought is the companion podcast to Con Edison's Plugged In. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Anne Marie Corbelis. Innovation is core to Con Edison's business. That's why we're asking our Con Edison researchers about an idea, technology, or innovation that has captured their attention. Joining us today is Con Edison's program manager, Bobby Kennedy, and we're talking weather. Bobby, I understand that Con Edison is putting 17 weather stations around the city. Are we going into the weather business? Well, weather and renewable energy seem to go hand in hand, and the company's leading that transition to a clean energy future. So it appears to be there's some opportunities to collaborate. However, this project was born out of the need to better understand the vulnerabilities of Kinez energy systems, um, specifically to climate change, and then and to identify opportunities to make our system better. 17 weather stations? That sounds like a lot of weather stations. Does weather vary that much in our, for our Con Edison customers? Based on the climate vulnerability study that we commissioned in 2017, the answer is yes. We were able to identify what is called, or what was identified as urban heat pockets around our service territory in the five boroughs of New York City. Those urban heat pockets, the temperature varies, the wind's um, speed varies, um, soil temperatures and moisture varies. All of those variables we were, uh, were identified based on this climate vulnerability study. Um, however, that's all based on forecasting models and science that we have, not on actual weather stations in those locations, which is why the weather station project to validate what's in that study and or refute it. But at the end of the day, just to for us to better understand how climate vulnerability or our vulnerability to climate will affect us going forward. Will the folks in Brooklyn require stronger cables? Will the people in Manhattan or in a certain specific area in Manhattan, will they require more steam lines in, in, in the uh, winter time? It, it's all about what the, our partners at the University of Albany describe as ground truth. And that's what those weather stations give us. 17 of them sounds like a lot, but in all actuality, the more data points we have, the better we get at understanding climate change. What do these weather stations look like and what do they measure? I think of something that looks like something like a satellite and it's not too far off. Um, depending on the application, some can be a tower approximately 10 meters tall um, from the ground up. Uh, and some of them could look like a 10 foot tripod and uh, with just sensors on them. And in addition to that, we can have something that looks like a, a big um, pot where you use to cook your uh, turkey or boil soup in and that collects rain and tells us, you know, how much rain we're getting in the area. So there's so many different looks, but at the end of the day, it definitely looks like a science project. And do, will we be able to collect this data in real time? Excellent question. And the answer is yes. Um, one of the real takeaways from this project is that we're going to be sharing this website uh, public, I mean, sharing this data publicly on a website. Uh, so we partnered with the State University of Albany Center of Weather and Climate Excellence and they already have a website for their larger scale network of weather stations called the New York State Mesonet. And we put forth the idea to them about joining that network and collaborating 
on this project. So we have a website um, that could be accessed. I'd be happy to share the link. Will show us not only the data from the weather stations, but also live video from the weather stations. So you can actually not only see the temperatures on the uh, the data on the website, but you can also see what the actual conditions are outside your window. And it runs on a ten minute uh, ten minute loop. So really, you can really see the comparison, and we're building a dashboard where you can see all that data at once. And that's where the real value is when you can really say, yeah, it is significantly warmer in one area than the other, or this area gets more rain than another, um, or the snow, the water levels in the snow in this area are much higher than another area, which would tell us, you know, this area is more prone for flooding. And we need to go ahead and start thinking about, you know, what's our next steps going down the line in the future. Bobby, can you tell us why we, we began this program or what was it that caused us to become interested in ground truth and hyper local weather? So following Superstorm Sandy in 2012, the company implemented some storm hardening programs to improve our infrastructure and so we would be less vulnerable to these unpredictable weather events. Um, following our storm hardening program, we began a climate vulnerability study and that started in 2017. Um, the study finished up late last year and out of that study, the opportunity to gather more data to better understand climate change and how it impacts our customers, how it impacts our system came about. So working with our partners, our regulators um, at the Public Service Commission in the New York Mayor's Office of Resiliency, um, we took on the initiative to build out a weather network. So originally we were looked upon like, okay, let's, in our rate case discussion, let's land some weather stations. But then we looked at the larger opportunity to leader in this area um, and also to be a part of the state's initiative to um, clean energy initiative to reach carbon neutral by 2040. And this all played into that, as well as our whole um, internal agenda um, to switch to more clean energy sources. So working with our partners at the University of Albany, we were able to create this weather network. And, and our network is small. Our, our, we, we get titled the New York City uh, Micronet. But the entire New York State Mesonet is 140 weather stations. So we just added, we became a part of that um, whole program. And now by doing so, you know, it really um, allows us to um, use the data they're capturing and also for us to have them analyze the data we're capturing. Since um, their center, they lead the way in the state. They were commissioned by um, the state and the um, Department of Homeland Security to implement that uh, program. So. Out of that came about our New York City micronet, but just to keep it simple, now we're better able to understand going forward how weather is going to impact us and our customers. What is the goal of this program ultimately? So ultimately, we want to make better decisions. We want to know, should we bring more people in on days where there's going to be more storms? Should we hire more people in certain um, groups? If Example, if we predict or we are able to forecast that we're going to have more um, extreme weather events, um, should we hire more people in areas that have to address those events? Um, 
from an infrastructure point of view, should we build um, and increase um, infrastructure development on our electrical side or our steam side, or should we invest more in renewables where um, to site a wind farm is some, an example of where it could be used as well. If we, and obviously we wouldn't decide a wind farm in New York City, but by partnering with the University of Albany, where the weather sites are all over New York State, we have a better understanding of which locations are, uh, would better support a wind farm. So ultimately, we're just trying to make better decisions and bring more value to our customers um, with the capital uh, funds that we're trusted with. What, if anything, have you learned from the data so far? Well, that's a good question because we just started collecting the data and, and that what we did learn is that there are um, some variables in weather from one neighborhood to the next in certain boroughs. So I would say in Queens, uh, Long Island City area there, um, we have the most of our weather stations. So on the top of the Learning Center, we have one there and a couple of substations right on Vernon Boulevard. and just the you can almost see well you can see certain locations from another and when you look at the temperature differential you can say oh yeah it is moister it's more moisture here um it is warmer so we can be on the top of the learning center and we can actually look across the east river into manhattan and see the other weather stations where they're located at and even though you can see it once you look at the temperatures on the website you can see the difference so yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it tells us a lot about the differences and how we approach those differences as far as our decision-making. So um, that would be important, I guess, when we're identifying the type of cable to use in a certain area because some is rated for hotter areas. Is, is that what, what you're considering? That could be one approach, to, but also how many cables? Um, do we need to have uh, you know, Con Ed, how we support our, our, our customers in some of our service territories is by calculating how much power they need and how many cables that we need to provide. And we might say, based on our data we've collected from our micronet, that we need to provide more cables. We need to provide more sources because it's going to get warmer in a certain area in three years. So we'll start a program now that we'll better support that. Um, also how we tune our equipment. Our equipment they require certain settings and we based our settings on weather. Um, and in Con Ed in general, we use weather on a day-to-day -day basis. Just every day we have Con Ed weather reports come out internally and it helps all our commodities determine what their next steps are. And what this will do is that weather data comes from an outside source. We not only have that data, but we have our data as well and we can have make better decisions. Um, it's really a win-win for us and the customers to be able to know more about the future. Um, it, it's not a crystal ball, but it's closer to where we were, um, closer to that than where we were before. So Bobby, you mentioned that the public is, is able to get this information. Where do they go to um, see the data that we're collecting? Absolutely. Um, so the New York um, City Micronet um, can be accessed by just typing in um, nysmesonet.org forward slash partners forward slash con ed in your web browser address bar. Um, I find that Chrome, Google Chrome works the best. Um, 
but surely you can use any uh, web browser you like. So again, it's nysmesonet.org forward slash partners forward slash Con Ed. And if you want a larger view of the entire program, the New York State Mesonet, you can just type in nysmesonet in your browser or nysmesonet.org. Um, and pretty much you'll see visuals of what the weather conditions are and also the data. And ultimately, you know, if you, if you really think about it, you know, New York City, New York State is always a leader, not only in, in, in our nation, but in the world. And we want to be leaders in this area of understanding climate uh, vulnerability. And, you know, I personally feel like New York City is such a special city. Conrad is such a special company. We have the best customers in the world that they deserve their own weather app. And that's something that we could see down the line. We hope you've gained some new insights into how Con Edison is using the weather to better serve our customers. A big thank you to Current Thoughts guest today, Bobby Kennedy, for sharing his work in Micronet technology and to you, our audience. Thanks for joining. We'll see you in the future. If you have a technology idea, a comment, or a question, send us an email to podcast at coned.com. We'd love to hear from you. Remember to follow us on all our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Our handle is at Con Edison. Make sure to use our hashtag, hashtag current thoughts.